it's nearly time. I smooth down my hair, which has a tendency to go wild, especially when I'm a bit frazzled, and walk as confidently as I can to the stage. I'm trying for Mary, I say, in a voice that comes out squeakier than I'd like. The directors make note of this. Are there any other roles you would consider, they ask? All of them, I say, a little breathlessly. And I mean it. I'll happily settle for Gabriel, or for a king, but Mary is, if you'll excuse the pun, the star. She has two solos, a dance routine choreographed by the local ballet school, and more lines than anyone else. This is my first time auditioning for anything, ever, and I am so nervous, I think I might be sick. Right, when you're ready, smiles Jess, one of the directors. Go from the line, Joseph, I am true to you. So I go from the line, Joseph, I am true to you. This is a very powerful scene, in which Mary has to tell Joseph that not only is she pregnant, but the baby isn't his. Not only is the baby not his, it's actually God's. There's a song at the end of this scene which I've been practising for weeks. I act my little heart out. I fling myself at Joseph's feet, which surprises both him and me. I sob real, ugly tears. I sing like an angel. I've always thought I've got a good voice. There is passion and there is pity. At the end, I curtsy. We'll let you know, says Jess, glancing at the other directors. As I walk home, I know I've got it. I just know it. I know in my heart of hearts that I've got the part. So, when the phone rings to tell me I haven't got the part, my heart sinks further than I knew hearts could. Why didn't I get it? What was wrong with me? I was expressive and fluid. I cried, for goodness sake. I can barely listen to what Jess is saying. I've been offered the part of second villager. Second villager. That part is reserved for little old ladies that can't remember their lines. And, when the script arrives, I find I am second villager's wife, not even second villager proper. I just have to shake my head sorrowfully at the expectant couple and say two words. No room. Well, all I can say is there will be no head shaken more sorrowfully than mine. No one will intone no room with the same gravitas that I will. I will be the best second villager's wife they have ever seen. At our last dress rehearsal, the man from the Echo watches me and scribbles down notes with a biro on a very expensive looking notepad. He's written a lot during this. He closes his book and I crane my neck. Yes, it's expensive. It's from Smithson's. And brace myself for my two words I've got coming up. No room. I, I chance myself. No room. No room. No room. Sasha, the girl playing Mary, is heavily pregnant, which I think is a bit tacky. And she's not married either, like Mary. In fact, I have, ha- I have heard that the baby's father did a runner as soon as he heard, oh, I hear my name being called out with a touch of exasperation. Oh, sorry, I call. And suddenly my whole demeanour changes. I am, in an instant, regretful, sad. I shake my head sorrowfully. No room, I tell the miserable couple. You can try next door, my villager husband starts, when Mary's face pales. My waters have broken, she says, looking around desperately. Then her face contorts. I think that was a contraction, she screams. I gasp. This is my time to shine. It was meant to be. I'll step in, I'll help you, I say. Mary looks at me gratefully. 
Are you a midwife, she asks. No, I mean I'll help you. I'll step in as Mary while you're in labour. But that's not what I meant, she begins, until the spasm, until she spasms with pain again. Jess strides over. Don't be silly, Mary. She addresses all of us by her cast name. You can't be having a baby during our production. She turns sharply and looks at me. Did you say you were a midwife, she says. No, I say. I'll just fill in Mary's part. She snorts. We've got an understudy for that, she says. Is she about to give birth too? I ask, a trace of desperation in my voice. No, snaps Jess. Anyway, we've got to end this rehearsal now. Sorry, Clive, she calls over to the man from the Echo. I'll review tomorrow night instead, he calls, as he snaps his Smithson's book shut and puts his chewed-up biro in his jacket pocket. But look, I can do it. I know all the lines, I almost wail. Jess glares at me. Go home, second villager's wife, she says. Is it me, or is she articulating my part very slowly to make sure I know my place? I bristle. I know I'm not Mary yet, but I am just as good as Sasha. Speaking of which, Sasha has gripped Joseph's hands and is doubled over in agony. She obviously can't act, I say. Well, we've got Linda to cover, snaps Jess. And for goodness sake, a woman's having a baby here. Right now, that's a slightly more pressing issue than who gets to play Mary. I decide to take matters in my own hand. I can prove that I'll be a better Mary than Linda. A better Mary than even Sasha was. I twirl into my dance routine, but I've only done a couple of steps when I slip on the amniotic fluid that's licked all over the stage and fall heavily, hitting my head as I do so. The last thing I hear before oblivion takes over is Clive promising Jess he'll give it five stars. And now... I gaze down on the earth from my cloud in heaven, and I am kicking myself. What I should have done, I now realise with exceptional clarity, was to try singing instead of dancing. I always said I had a lovely voice, and it would have saved my freak fatal accident. Lulu, an angel I don't know very well, approaches me. Would I like, she asks, to play the mortal's wife in the play of Earth Christmas they're putting on? Not bloody likely, I tell her. As she skips off, harp and all, I can hear her call to Gabriel. No, she says, she won't want to be Mary. Huh. So, the mortal's wife was Mary after all. And now I've not got, part to- uh, not got a part at all on either side of the celestial sphere. I don't care, though. I don't. Really, I don't. In fact, I think my true calling might be writing. So, uh, how do you think my first story went?